Hey guys, my name is CJ Finley and this is the Thrive On Podcast. I created a brand called Thrive On Life to help other mission-based people, brands, and businesses thrive. So if you have an idea, a new project, or a business that you're looking to get started and you're struggling with getting it off the ground, I'd love to help or connect you with somebody that can. Tonight I have my lovely wife on again for part two of her episode. Tonight we want to talk a little bit about more of the relationship side of how we started and where we are at right now and we polled our audience today so I'd love to hear what kind of questions they came up with and what are the three top questions that we kind of want to answer tonight so let's hear it. Yeah so we kind of opened the floor and our first episode was a lot about health fitness and my journey around that and a lot of my history with food complications and school and transitioning out of school and stuff like that and so when we pulled the audience we thought maybe there would be more interest around those topics but it all turned out to be around relationships and our relationship and how we've managed to sustain a healthy relationship recently and since we've been married how things have changed so our first question was how has your relationship evolved since we've been married um, and so I think I think honestly, if I were to give that a stab off the cuff right now, I don't know if, how you want to do this, but I think I always tell people, people are always like, oh, it's, how, how have things been since you've been married? Kind of similar to that question. And I always say that I think things have been better. Like every day is better. Um, and I don't know that necessarily like marriage is the thing that triggered that. I think it's a process. I think it's kind of coincidental that since our wedding, like we've seen certain improvements in our relationship with each other but I don't think that getting married is what leads to that I think it was us making a conscious choice to continuously work on the things that we knew were triggers for us in our relationship so while I think that planning the wedding and having this I don't want to call it stress but it depends on how you view it and for us it came at a time when we had a million other things going on that were really demanding in our lives and we did view it as a burden and a stressor. And so I think that was something that was kind of weighing on us and putting extra tension on our relationship at the time. But since then, I think we've overcome a lot of other things that had been sort of creating other areas of tension within our relationship. And a lot of that. So, what, what, think, what is, first off, like go into. What was the tension before the marriage? And then like, what yeah. is the so tension think, like leading up to and then after? Because I, I think a lot of people out there who aren't married don't necessarily understand. Like, you don't know that tension until you're in it, yeah. until you're in the thick of it and you don't have that stressor. So like talk a little bit about yeah, so for what context, those stressors were. We've obviously known each other. I mean, I think a lot of people are familiar with our story and how we've known each other since we were 10 or 11 or whatever it was. Um, and so, there really was nothing about either of our lives that was like news. We, we knew who we were as people, but getting together in a relationship was completely different than the friendship that we had as, you know, children, like growing up. I mean, we were never even like really alone, just the two of us ever. It was always in a group setting. And so while I knew everything about you and who you were as a person, meeting again later on in life and reconnecting meaning she, she didn't know how messy i was and okay, the crumbs I'm i leave everywhere about, like, <laughs> it was kind of like meeting a new person it was really kind of like meeting a new person and 
I did fall for that person, but it came at the cost of learning a lot of things <laughs> that, you know, like, I mean, part of me, I think to go back to that, I remember going through in my mind, like, should we really do this? Like, should we really pursue a relationship together? Like, we've been good friends our whole life. Like, the risk that this is, is like huge. Um, and we were both, we were both feeling yeah, but like I, but something I'm a big taker. was there. And you're <laughs> the risk taker here. But I, <laughs> clearly I, I'm moved. Open to it. I'm, now. Yeah, now open a little bit more to risk. But I think, where was I going with this? I think what I'm trying to say is that we took this risk and so we pursued it and we went all in and that came at the cost of learning a lot of things, not necessarily about who we were as people, but just like habits and overall our lifestyles are very similar, but yeah, little things, um, behavioral things. And I mean, that comes with any relationship, but for us to be so close, I think we were, we had like an easier time getting straight to the arguments because, you know, I think when you first meet someone, you kind of tiptoe around like when do you say that something's bothering you. Yeah, I think a for big, us, like we were so close already a that big conflict you had like though is, is having arguments. So is this like what I had to? The biggest conflict we had was when when I before we were married it was when I moved in with you and and the intricacies around different lifestyles, people waking up at different times, going to bed at different times, having different nightly routines. And that can be a stressor if you let that shit fester. And I think what we do a yeah. good job is like, think- you speak your mind and so do I. And that at, at times to other people that comes off as like, wow, like they're arguing. But for me, like we had to communicate through like these arguments aren't like, we're not name calling or we're not, we're not derogatory towards each other. We're literally just trying to make our yeah, life efficient. I think there's a difference between an argument and a fight and when there's a purpose and a reason for bringing up a debate. Like, we call it debate. Like, you, we challenge each other because I see it one way, you see it another way. And unless you really prove to me, like, you have to win me over with your opinion. And I remember one of the biggest things when we first got together that really pissed me off was I wanted to wake up early. And so... You know, I have a different work schedule than CJ, and this was at the time of when we first started dating seriously, and we're just living together, and I think you were working from home, or maybe you weren't, but I don't know what the situation was. You didn't have to be at work or on call as early as I did, and I really preferred at the time to wake up and sometimes get a workout in not every single day well, but I sometimes wanted to wake up early and get my workout in and he really just pulled a card and was like you are there's no way you're getting up past this time because that's going to mess up my sleep schedule and blah. and it was like really it turned into a debate because I was like well you're you're trying to wake up at 5 it was more about a debate on and we're going into <laughs> the weeds here but this is good for people out there who aren't married like this is the stuff you should decide before you fully get married and and move on with your lives and and set this journey with each other is deciding like where is the common ground and and is are both parties happy and i think for us my thing was more of, do you really need to wake up every day at 5 a.m. and work out before you go to work when we could just work out after work and then spend time together and we have different schedules. So like I wait, I like waking up, like I don't like waking up before seven. Like I'm an 11 to seven guy and just always have been. I don't like working out in the morning because I don't like working out before eating or anything like that. 
And, and so I think this is just a microcosm like, of what sometimes our arguments or little debates end up being is where I see his point of view as being selfish, but he sees my point of view as being selfish. So we have to come to this, like, we have to take a step back, zoom out on the situation and be like, okay, I see your point. I see your point. How do we want to solve this so like, as a team? The and, way that we solved it was we would pick days. Like if you yeah. if you wanted to do one day or two days where you did that, it's like, all right, I'm going to adjust and go to bed earlier that night and then we'll adjust together. And that's where like, I think we compromise very well once that debate is over. And I've seen other people struggle with that compromise. Like a lot of people are set in their ways, whereas we're growth with this growth mindset of like, okay, I can adjust if the point is proven that like, okay, you need to work like you're about to start your new job, right? If there are some days where you have to wake up and then go train before, I'm gonna adjust. There's no other option, but like, if you don't have to, and I think I think it's just that was just a small example of something little that I was just like, oh no, we're arguing about really stupid things. This is a red flag, and and I think that's something to keep be mindful of if these things keep coming up and the person is really stubborn and stuff like that, but. It's all about, like, I had to be willing to take a step back and think, like, do I really need to do this? Because if it's that important to him, like, I need to reevaluate how important it is to me. And if this is something I can bend on, then maybe there's other areas too, yeah, you know? And, and I think that's just how we've kind of naturally come to these different And a lot of the a lot of the conversations, like, so we're talking about marriage and, like, does it feel different afterwards and what it is? And it's just, like, it should, for, from my standpoint, like, it's relieving because up to the marriage, you're you're planning financially all these things. You're planning travel. You're planning different jobs. We are moving. You're going to school, and it was just like, this is all coming extremely fast. And it's just like, as soon as that wave just left, it's like wow. Like all our conversations, I think, progressed from then because it started progressing from these in the minute things that are very stressful to like, okay, what does the next two years of our life look like? Three years and like we get excited and we start well, I think, ideating I think and the like, other thing it's a different us, conversation. It's not that we didn't believe in like, I have this conversation with people sometimes and it's not that I don't believe in the idea of having a wedding and, and all that, but we just personally as a couple viewed it as something that at a time in our life when it was so pivotal for growth and the things that we were investing our time in, to take a step back to plan the little thing little these little details that okay sure to some people like I don't want to downplay that you know it's totally I don't want to it's just in my opinion it's just this is all my opinion that say your opinion stop holding back like, like the this colors is of what this wedding, podcast the is flowers, for flowers whatever I get that some people really really enjoy picking all these things and stuff but at the end of the day when I had you know decisions about my future career and like the things that I was going to do to for the months after this this wedding and I don't want to call it dumb but like it just really seemed like a, a barrier to me moving forward with anything else because I'm like oh this is just becoming it wasn't an enjoyable process for me at times and I felt this like well, stress I mean, that like, I didn't and, enjoy it. and we we had a wedding in New Jersey we had you pretty much like we got fortunate where you were able to get an internship back there but like because we had this wedding in New Jersey we had to spend that summer in 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 New Jersey which was fine but in the hindsight of life like you start shifting around like what it is you truly like for this thing that might not necessarily be exactly what you want but you feel this pressure this outside pressure and that's a good thing to feel to, to talk about and for me like the outside pressure is like when you when you talk about marriage like 
everyone showcases the glitz and the glam and like that you buy a house and you get cars and what I, and like that's not what I like that's not what I enjoy so the biggest change for me was when you, we come home and it's nine what is it 954 right and we just had a long day and this is what we're doing like this is what I enjoy that that wedding and that party that's one day like where most people want to take those pictures and, and all, like that doesn't fulfill me like what fulfills me is conversing with you and and the real part of marriage and like the vacation we just took and planning things that are exciting and what we want to do with our lives and I think a lot of people don't realize when they get in this relationship like it's not glitz it's not all glitz and glamour so right. and the, I, the, and the wedding comes not, and goes and i think we both viewed it as this isn't the this isn't going to be the best day of our life it's going to be a great day it's not the best day of our lives meaning that everything there from there on out is going to have to be like okay what's the next thing to look forward to like we try to live our life so that every day is day one constant yeah exactly and i think that what really was the relief of the burden was just that we didn't have to spend any more time on those little details that we thought were not as meaningful as you know it's projected to be in the industry and we really just started to focus on okay what's our goal like we're in this for life now and that was final and so what are we going to do about it from here on out to make this like the best life at like how are we going to work every day together what are we working on how can i support you what you know things like that we have these conversations constantly and especially we just got back from a vacation and every time we go away we seem to have these conversations and even more because we don't have these little daily tasks to be doing and i think it always comes down to us being really creative with the the business ideas we come up with the passions that we have and how we can use each of our skills individually to help us get there and I think that's another big thing that can lead us into this conversation of like identifying your differences and not making them a problem. I think one of the big things that we noticed early on in our relationship is that we're two very different people. I'm much more reserved in certain ways. You're very outgoing. You, you feed off of the energy of other people. And while I do at times, I'm more likely to just be totally okay being by myself and staying in my own zone and just heads down grinding on whatever it is I think is important and you're more like trying to get energy from everybody else and figure out like how you can create these communities that will help you and help them and and I love that too but it's helped me push more towards that and it's I think it's also reined you in a bit from being too all it helps me define where I want to go and I think like to, to end on this question in in a short sentence is we were married from day one. Like the, the certificate and the wedding and none of that shit mattered. We were talking like we were married from like day one. What do we want to do with our lives? How do we better each other? How do we like how do we continue dating every single week? Like how do we how do we do this and continue building this relationship? Because I think a lot of people, again, like once you get the married once you get married and you get bet the house and whatever, like you forget how you even got there and like I never want to forget these things and a lot of us have, about building content and and Instagram and blogging like yes it's about giving back to other people but I think we do a good job of like I want to reflect on my own life and push myself to that next limit every 
every single day. And that's where like every day is day one. And my, my advice to anybody else out there that's in a relationship or getting married is going into it. Like every day is day one and finding something new about that person every day and traveling and, and picking their brain because we change over the course of our lives and you should never take that for granted. That's what I was going to say. I think it's also important to remember like why you are choosing this person to begin with and what it is that you Why'd you choose me? Yeah. That's a good thing. Why why did you choose me? And then I'll I'll go into like why I choose you. I'll get there. But think about that. And then also just be, you need to be aware of the fact that you are going to change throughout the course of your life. And this marriage is a commitment to acknowledge that, be aware of it and work on yourself and on your relationship to make sure that you're still going to put the same effort and energy in even as you go through waves of life individually or together. And so for me, one of the biggest attractions towards you was was your motivation and your ambition and the way that you viewed life and the way that you viewed opportunity and setbacks and just that whole perspective that you have and the way that you give to other people without expecting anything in return. That was like the thing that I was just like, I need this person in my life forever. And so I, whenever I find myself dwelling on these little things that annoy the crap out of me or um, just little things that sometimes even when we're trekking towards certain goals and I feel we get into these little debates about what's the best way to get there, you think it's one way, I think it might be the other. I think, okay, I try to you know, reflect back on this is the person, like he's still that person, that's all that matters, we're gonna be okay, because however, you know, we get there, that's the goal at the end of the, <laughs> the day. The how is not, yeah, yeah, yeah. the output is really what matters, yeah. Yeah. The so. how is, is always gray, and uh, I guess like for me, like, I chose Aaron, like when I think back to when I was younger, and it didn't matter whether we were jumping on the trampoline, or, or working on a project, or, you're talking through college and like having little conversations um, about how school's going. Like I could spend any waking minute with her and we would make it fun somehow. And I think that's something I'd never felt before. Like even like, even when we, even when we like have arguments, right? Like it's, it, it's, it comes and it goes, but then we're like off to this next idea. And it's like this exciting thing that like life is just exciting when it's around you and it's like I think another big thing for me is I know my weaknesses I'm very self-aware and I know that you fill those gaps very much so because I am all over the place and I'm sporadic and I'm these things and you're very disciplined and refined and you guide me and that's where like for me I I do think long term and I think ahead and it's like okay if we're gonna have kids we're gonna get married and we're gonna have a family and we're gonna do all these things I need someone that fulfills my weaknesses and just like I fulfill theirs and we're one, we're, we're basically one where we can go anywhere, we can do anything, we can get any challenge and we're going to make it fun like at any point. So that's my answer, but I'd love to go on to the next question. What yeah, do they have we, for we us? did touch a lot into some of the others, which was about how we've molded a healthy relationship and I think we covered a lot of that and that a, a big one that we always talk about is the communication. So when we do have something that bothers us, we try to bring it up immediately and not let that fester. Never go to bed angry. Yeah, we and 
sometimes it's harder than others like we will really it can get really intense sometimes and i'm like what was the most stressful time for you in our relationship i think the biggest stress was when i made the we had just moved to austin i made the decision to go back to school full time and at that moment cj it had been about six months since he left corporate america as we'll call it to pursue just the entrepreneurial world he you were you joined station houston at the time which is a startup the entrepreneurial hub i was basically yeah. paying like 500 a month to, to go learn there yeah which in hindsight was a really really great decision for it's the probably circumstances one of the best um but it at the same time there's just a lot going on a lot of transitions where we were moving to this new city not that it was super far, but it was a new city. We didn't really know many people here. Zero people. Yeah. We, no, we knew. We didn't know a single person. Okay. So um, we moved to a new city. We had to reestablish ourselves, our relationship with other people, grow a network. And I was about to be starting school full time, meaning we did not have an income at this time. Like we had savings that we, because we were planning for me to go back to school. So. I definitely plan for that type of investment, but with it was it was definitely difficult for me to be super supportive of the fact that I was in school full time. We're not bringing in an income, and he was kind of like from what I could see, just kind of like coasting through this like entrepreneurial hubs and. Granted, it really took a lot of work for me to, to so, see the worth of what that was. It, and, it, and since I, and when I got into school, I could immediately understand the value in that. But it, and I actually had to. But I'm at fault it. here. I'm I had to reframe fault. it in my mind, though, as like we're both in school at this point. You just see it differently. And I think how are you at fault? What because what what caused that whole conflict is like our communic like back then. Like we're very good at communicating now. We understand. Like we're still working through a lot of communication factors where like Erin's the type of person where she's communicating her feelings very well and like I fall in line with a lot of probably other alpha males out there where like I don't communicate my emotions and what I'm feeling or my day-to-day -day or what's going on I'm thinking a million miles a minute and I just do but I'm not enlightening her into like what's going on in my life and basically what I was doing was I was setting breakfast lunch and dinners with all the people that were on the up and up here in Austin who I could provide service to, but I had to create these relations at first. And if you're in sales, you understand that like the sales cycle can be six months to a year. It doesn't just, you don't just make money like fall from trees if you want to provide a good service or a good product. But I wasn't communicating this to her. Like I wasn't saying, hey, look, I'm going to this lunch with so-and-so to talk about X, Y, Z. I was just like, yeah, like I had three good lunches or three whatever today. And that's what created that conflict. So it hits back on like that, whole what started this point was communication my communication was faulty and that was creating it, stress and, and on it was, you it was also just learning the best way to communicate because there's a difference in saying what you're doing and then I appreciate more of the why like okay what's the purpose what's the intent what's the goal of this and what did you get out of it at the end of the day and you're you weren't used to really like at the end of the day rehashing everything and, and i'm not, not, I'm not used to that. explaining myself because like yeah i i i got i got into college myself i did right. i moved five times myself i did all these things on my own so i'd never really like even my own parents like half the times I didn't tell them what the hell I was doing with my life I, I just think, did it yeah and I so think I never it, had that person that yeah. I had to explain myself and for to. us in that stage of our relationship we were still sort of establishing 
that type of trust with each other. Whereas now, I, I don't even question what you're doing because you've definitely shown me the value that you've provided to others in this community and the things that you've done with your time. And not that I ever doubted that before, but from my perspective, when I was going through this completely new phase of my own life and back in the school world, which is, you know, very like academic coursework heavy, I'm doing this work, staying in on the weekend, studying and doing homework, and I just see you like prancing around on these Instagram stories, and I'm like, what do you, like, this is not fair. How did I get the short end of the stick here? But now, I mean, we've definitely communicated and figured out the best way to communicate with each other in a way that we don't even, I don't question what you're doing ever, and vice versa, and I think it's just Well, it's that. more supportive. It's more, yeah. how can I help? Yeah. Like, I see you're doing this. We, like, we have a list of what we're doing for the week before we get into the week. How can we help each other? And then, like, we, another thing we do is, I would say, like, you're talking about molding a good relationship is we book time for each other. So yeah. we weren't doing that. We were both caught up in, like, our own little worlds versus now it's, like, one world where it's, like, okay, Aaron, you're getting your MBA, and then I'm going to be basically the school of hard knocks, and how do we couple those two and create something that lasts our lifetime. Right, and I think that kind of leads to the other questions, which one of them was that you're both ambitious and hustling. How have you helped each other succeed? And I think for both of us, that was kind of the criteria that we wanted in another person. Like, I wanted someone that could keep up with my desire to con like continuously challenge myself in new ways, whether that be through a career or anything else that Fitness, I decide to do personal yeah so so we immediately recognized that we could we matched on all of those fronts and I think for us that just came with knowing that even if they're different pursuits the way we support each other is by just understanding where that person wants to go like what the intention is and I personally like to feel I feel most supported when you ask me questions and actually challenge why I, I am doing certain things. And when you show interest in what I'm doing. And and that was another, that, I mean, that was yeah. another conflict because I show interest in different ways than a yeah. lot of people. So for, this isn't, I mean, this goes into the five love languages, but like you see interest as like me coming home and like asking you questions and doing these other things versus like my interest more lies in like, I'm gonna read books so that I can help Aaron build a brand and then like I'm thinking on this like whole different level but again like I've had to work on right. communicating like hey let's sit down and build a mind map of all your ideas because for me understanding what she wants to do is in this form of communication like this using this tech tool versus for her it's a different form so I had to communicate that yeah, I'm trying to show that I give a shit by doing it my way a little bit rather than like the way that you expected and that's again where like communication um yeah, is something another that example really... of that would be you know and and sometimes in a relationship and depending on previous relationships that you may have been in and, and just just things that you're used to like you like if i would want you to show up to a school event i had or now in this case like a class i'm teaching or whatever Whereas I think that that is what counts. Like I'm readapting my mindset to realize that if you're doing something else that's going to better our relationship in the future, you're not sitting at home and playing a video. Like you're not doing anything that doesn't. Yeah, and it doesn't. It also doesn't mean that I don't want to be there. Yeah. Like that's that's the other thing. It's just like, hey, look. And I mean, for us, like, 
when we have like I want to be there when we have kids. Like I, I literally want to say, hey, Aaron, let's go. Let's let I'm gonna take our son to your class and like we'll get smoothies after. Like so, I'm building towards that, and I think having that communication and then you going to business school and understanding like what we're building towards to be there. It's like, yeah, I'm going to come to a class every once in a while, but I want to build something so that I can come to every single class and I can bring what matters to us even more and teach them and help them grow. And that's where, but it took me understanding that and hearing that from you. And you can't understand unless I can communicate in the language that you can understand. So if you're talking about the question was, how to help each other succeed when we're when we're so ambitious. I think for me, um, my life would look extremely different if I didn't have Aaron, um, only because having somebody else, again, that is super ambitious and aligned with your goals. Like not a lot of other people, like three years ago when when I quit would be would believe that this we're we're gonna be okay, right? So I probably would have had to to work another year or two and save up and who knows where my life would have went. I was always kind of an entrepreneur, but I think what we started realizing was we can always work and we can always make money, but like the faster we do both worlds of of you understand like you going and getting the the higher education and then me jumping headfirst into building communities and entrepreneurship and helping other people, that was the best for us and that's where like we're I think like helping others succeed is realizing like I was never going to be happy at a desk ever so how do we make that work and then like what are the expectations and I think that again comes with communications like what are you expecting from each other and for me is like the expectation I had for Aaron like going into school was I want her to think about school more than just grades. Like how can she challenge herself to like you started a little boot camp at school. Like that was a great way of um the way that I help other others succeed is by challenging them to yeah, think outside think that, that, that goes box. Yeah, that goes back to what I think is the biggest for your support towards me is if I didn't have you, we all I mean you always bring this up is like before you were in my life, I was kind of head down like we all when you're alone or when you you're by your yourself, you don't, it's not that you don't see your potential, but what you are doing, you think is the right thing. And not that there is a right thing, yeah. but you're not as open to other possibilities that somebody else's perspective may be able to open your eyes to. So you've definitely been like, but why do you want that next job? Like, are you sure that that next, like you, you just question me in ways that are totally different than the way my mind naturally thinks. And that's helped me tremendously evaluate different opportunities and think about where I may be able to go next. And not, not even that that's the most important thing, but just like what to say no to and what to, yeah, and what's making what to happy in the moment in. to get to that point. Exactly. Cause one, I mean, one of the biggest conflicts we have or had was, we're paying a lot of money for for your school right and it's just like a lot of the school events didn't align with like where we're trying to go in life so a lot of a lot of school events are around drinking and socializing and and doing these things outside of the classroom which is okay but for us that's not something that we particularly do so it creates this like is this really like where we're trying to go and stuff but that's where i'm gonna hit home on and i'm proud of us for like actually communicating on like okay like this isn't exactly what we expected, but how do we make the best of this scenario using both of our strengths? And I think that's another thing that for anybody 
out there listening is you don't know what to expect on the, tomorrow, the next day, or, or after that, but you wanna be with a partner that can adjust. And that's where like, at the end of the day, helping each other succeed, I think is about being able to adjust without burning up in the flames. Because think- like, if I think back to my previous relationships and like a lot of relationships out there, it gets to this point where like, people just aren't willing to adapt and adjust. And that's what causes major conflict. And that's when it's just like, all right. Yeah, and I think also like we consider this these past couple of years as being a stressful time in our lives, but we both are self-aware enough to know that this is certainly oh, yeah. the least of the stress that we're ever going to have and that, you know, we're really fortunate to be in this situation and I think a lot of what has helped us get through some of the tougher times these past couple of years has been compromising and I I mean an MBA program is usually like a two-year period of time where you're making all these new friends and you're having a bunch of fun. And like, I reflect on my experience and it wasn't necessarily that for me. And I think I went into it, had I been single and been in a different point in my life, it might've been a little bit different, but I had to kind of make a choice of, do I invest my time with what CJ is doing and, and the communities that he's building and kind of take a step back to all the other things that seem like really great socializing things in my program or you know I was like definitely a lot of well you're helping me succeed and then like helping me succeed is helping us succeed and that's what I think a lot of people and then vice versa with your schooling it's like helping you see that because you're you want to be in two places at once it's helping you see that like hey look like there's no fault here there's no there's no no, just like there's no right decision right now it's It's, like yeah what am i feeling in the moment and yeah and just go with your gut and your heart and like yeah there's no there's no i guess conflict of interest where i'm wishing you're doing something other it's having that communication so i think the major things that we hit on because we'll wrap up now is just like to have that communication constantly and not only that communication but understanding what type of communication each person wants because crap i'm really mad that we didn't bring this up texting with like in the beginning of our relationship w- w- wasn't working for us and yeah, that's and where that's like one thing we've said all right no texting each other during the day i think it's just that we have different like i'm very really- direct yeah, and this is why, like, I mean, I could go into a whole subject about how much I hate emails, too. But I think anything in writing like that in form of communication, unless you're, like, writing a letter to someone you haven't seen in a while and it's really nothing, like, pressing, I think it's just a really easy way to misinterpret what the person's intent is and what they're saying. And I think it's just so much easier to pick up the phone. And even that we've stopped doing because that can be just very distracting and and it can interrupt the flow of whatever you're doing in the day. So it's like we kind of set this schedule of like, all right, we're going to talk when we get home. And if you have something really important to tell me during the day, like, yeah, like you had an interview and I want to hear know. Like, yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, or if it's something like serious, oh, then yeah. yeah, call. But he knows that if I'm calling, it's because like something is serious or I'm not just calling to say like, Hey, I want to hear about how your day is going. Like we've stopped doing that because we just, the way we both work during the day is different. And whereas I sometimes appreciate those kind of conversations, like he doesn't work that way. So we've adapted in terms of that. Yeah. And we'd much rather just, I mean, it's just, and I'm okay with that as long as like I get <laughs> a conversation on the other end. Um, so we don't text each other during the day really. Um, and we definitely don't argue over a text. If there's something that 
we feel has bothered us about the other person we definitely wait till we're in person to hash it out because you know, it's gotten to the point sometimes where we've said things that we like did not mean in the text we're human. and it's just like oh you know but i think that's a big point and it's a tip for anyone that you know tends to get in yeah. these little arguments or yeah, don't let riffs that... yeah you have bad days and that's where like like i'd rather see the bad day on her face and and hear it from her mouth than than listen to it through the phone or through a text message because you you can't one you can't repeat re- i can't reciprocate and and be comforting through text really and i also find it like i'm not good at comforting through a text or an email or even a phone call um so that's where like for a lot of people out there um having that communication is is really crucial and then the other thing i think we hit on tonight is being able to adapt and adjust to to the other person and and understand that at the end of the day they are human and they don't they're not going to be perfect and if you're trying to change them from the get-go like that's not going to work so it's like you want to sit down together and understand each other to the point where it's like where you guys want to go with your life and i think a good wrap-up point on that is just that like sometimes you can find yourself in a relationship and and you see these Not to say, like, you see flaws in someone, but, like, sometimes it seems more, it seems bigger and, like, more critical to the future of your relationship than it needs to. And I think a key thing to remember is that nobody is perfect and that there's always going to be something with somebody. And it's really about why you're choosing this person and what, how your dynamic is together and how your your lifestyle aligns with each other, how you communicate your goals together, and how you both react to certain things in life together, and like how you treat everything on a daily basis as a team. Um, no one is gonna be perfect, and there's always, always, always gonna be little things that are gonna bother you. So, and this goes back to the whole why did I choose you? Yeah. That answer right there is I could be put on an island with you with no food, <laughs> no water, and still figure out how to make it fun and get the hell off that island. And that's where I think a lot of people, they don't really think about it that way. It's like when times are great, when you're in that honeymoon phase, it could be great with a lot of people. There's a lot of people out there you could have a great time with. But when times are tough and family issues, health issues, money problems, like you want to be with somebody that can still look you in the face and love you for who you are and knows that they have utmost confidence in who you are as a person and as a whole and that's what i'd love to leave you guys on so i appreciate everyone listening and giving us that those questions you can find aaron at aaron.spiration on instagram you can find me at thrive on life we love to connect with you and hear more about what you guys are thinking whether it's relationships fitness business school we love to be of service and help you out where you can and then communicate with you. And is there anything else that we want to leave them on? That's it. I think any other feedback is always recommend is always welcome, and we'd love to hear um, any other. We're huge on constructive criticism. Yeah. We wanna we wanna make we're, we're doing this to challenge ourselves to become a better at public speaking, and we want to challenge other people out there to just start something that scares I mean, them. This is an example of how we communicate better in a relationship. So. Yeah, I love it. So hope all of you have a wonderful day, evening, whenever you listen to this. I have a challenge for you this week. Text, call, video chat somebody to set up a meeting or something that goes 
above and beyond what you normally do and create that connection. That's what life is about. Thrive on.